79. Four hours, 30 minutes to doomsday. Babs? Yes, which? Is it something poking through? I can also see that we have someone or something entering and exiting the pocket dimension. Oh my god! Hey, 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 oh my hey! God. What is this? Uh, that was going to be my question, and it looks like it's Rick Morgan. Hey. That's what it looks like. <laughs> Where's all the women at? Uh, it's it's just me, buddy. I'm really sorry. And can you just put that away? I mean, it's impressive. Please don't get me wrong. Well, you know. But uh, big M, little organ. <laughs> you need a you need a 12 inch penis. Um, <laughs> I mean, all I know, I was I was hauling some chicken eggs across Kentucky. I stopped at a little town called Possum Trot. Had to drain the lizard. I walked in this little bathroom. There's a glory hole. It says, "Hey, for a good time, sticky junk in here." Bang! Here I am. Well, look, I can definitely help you with a good time. Potentially not the way you think, though. Well, that's usually how it goes anyways. Well, look, you, I, I think any time you use a glory hole, you're in for a surprise. Well, when you're a chicken egg hauler, what can you expect? Yeah, look, that's got to be some tough work. A lot of breakages, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, you have to take the curves really slow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, look, while, while you reacquaint yourself with pants um do you want a beer and maybe sit on the couch and oh, i don't know maybe we'll uh, watch a movie uh you got spartacus <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you like gladiator movies <laughs> have you seen a grown man naked <laughs> uh, look I, uh, i haven't um look what i can offer you is uh let me have a quick look how about mm, Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone? Space Hunter, that's my jam! Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone, 1983. Three women make an emergency landing on a planet plagued with a fatal disease, but are captured by dictator Overdog. Adventurer Wolf goes there to rescue them and meets Nikki. Together they try to rescue the women. I got a lot of messages for you, Wolf. 
We got a transmission from a guy in Omega-6. He's got eight tons of beryllium scrap. He wants you to pick it up as soon as you can. And the police called from the 42 sector. You got 105 parking tickets. I think you should take care of that. And your ex-wife is looking for you. She hasn't gotten a check from you in three months. Oh, and the administrator of your housing unit says you're two months behind in your rent. You have five days to pay up or you're out in the street. Interrupt. Interrupt. Space Station Copernica to all units in vicinity of Terra Sector. Krynos Nebula Galilea System. All. Space Mayday Vi Intergal Comnet. Starliner X-Ray 370 lost in solar. One shuttle detached. Ability survivors Reward, 3,000 mega credits. As I mentioned, 1983's Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. Run out, run time of one hour and 30 minutes, and really, when we think about it, you putting your junk in a glory hole is a bit like Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. Absolutely. Uh, you can only hope Michael Ironside's on the other side. Oh. <laughs> with, with, with that big metal grill, just going, yeah. ah, yes. <laughs> So, other than Michael Ironside, there was it, it starring Peter Strauss as Wolf, best known for a heap of work on television, but he also did cartoons like Biker Mice from Mars, yeah. Batman the Animated Series, and uh, Real Monsters. <laughs> I had no idea that he'd done that much like voiceover work. It was bizarre. Yeah, you know, you gotta go where the money is, uh, you know. Wow. When you're when you're an ugly guy like his, I guess you know voiceovers is where it's at. <laughs> Good head for radio. <laughs> I, I completely neglected to mention that this was directed by Lamont Johnson, who directed a bunch of '60s TV, including eight episodes of The Twilight Zone. And I think he got some of the sets from The Twilight Zone. Mm, I got I got some thoughts on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And while we're thinking about things, let's think about Molly Ringwald as Nikki, best known for being the eternal teenage girl in the John Hughes movies, Sixteen Candles, The Breakfast Club, and Pretty in Pink, and most recently, Archie's mum in Riverdale. Nikki starts to grind. <laughs> oh, look, Molly, Molly Ringwald helped, helped me through my teenage years, and I can't say much more than that. Um... And of course, someone that's always helping is Ernie Hudson as Washington, best known for Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2, as well as a heap of other things, but really just turning up on time in this movie. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Two times. <laughs> Two times. It's just like, here I am to save the day. He needed to put on his power pack and hose them down. <laughs> Some people call me the space cowboy. Yeah. Some call me the gangster of love. 
First impressions count. So let's start out with what I think is probably one of the biggest parts of this movie, which is the soundtrack. Everything about it just said Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. If, if Wolf had had the hat and the whip, that would have done it. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, it was a huge soundtrack though. It was just like, yep. and they used that theme yeah. a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> a lot. It's just like, oh, my God, it's just like, quick, we, we paid for it, so we better use it. You know what? I Blowing up spaceship toys is got to be the best thing ever. 
Absolutely, man. And, and you know, oh. that's you know, when you're watching this too, it's like, and that's one of the first things I kind of noticed. It's like, man, these these fabricated movies that might have been for 3D back in the day really look fun. <laughs> they really look funky now, you know. <laughs> yeah, you sort of go. It, it, it's kind of there, but but not. And it, it's it's. And then you go, oh no, that's just a plastic spaceship. All right. <laughs> But in 3D, it would have been awesome. But what can you expect from, you know, when it's directed by Lamont Johnson? Hey, Lamont! Lamont, you big dummy! <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, it was done in the Sanford and Sons <laughs> junkyard. It's the big one! <laughs> We're going to make the money now! <laughs> Oh dear! And, and well, when we're talking about making money, escaping models, I think, got their spacesuits from the Barbarella School of Western Yeah, man, fashion. the space babe. It's like Charlie's Angels in space. Yeah, with with big. Uh, I, I could only. Uh, they look like swan heads. Yeah, sticking out of their chairs. Either that, or they look like like a teapot or something. And they, if you notice, they're packed in like in the styrofoam peanuts too. It's like what, yeah. what a weird idea. Well, you know, start, nothing destroys styrofoam peanuts. You can put anything in those <laughs> and just ship it anywhere in the world. Perfectly 100% safe. Yeah, and, and the fact that the helmets sort of came off, but they could only just see out of the top of it as well. <laughs> yeah, they, they, could, they could only look straight up to be able to see, be able to see <laughs> other helmets. Yeah, that's exactly. But that made them extra safe, although yes. they did like just throw all of it away. <laughs> nah, don't need it. It's crazy people coming to eat me. Throw it away. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about Wolf. Wolf is, what, essentially a space bomb. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, that's one thing I wrote down. I said, you know, space hunters don't really hunt anything. They just kind of go, yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's go over here for a while. Yeah, there's money in this while I'm not picking up garbage. (laughs) Uh, Again, back to Sanford and Sons. (laughs) (laughs) I'm building my empire. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, clearly his ship was from the coloured lights and blinking noises school of uh, spaceship design and I don't know if you noticed or not but when they first you know do the shot of inside the spaceship he hits something and it is a straight up R2-D2 sound that comes out I mean you can tell they just sampled oh yeah <laughs> sampled something straight out of Star Wars and just used it no one will notice exactly <laughs> And also realize that even that far in space, in that you know, the just the time from now, they still use a lot of duct tape to hold things together. Yeah, duct duct tape uh, that goes. Look, even in my time, there's duct tape. You can never have too, too much duct tape and just random wires hanging out of stuff. Just, just, uh, it was great. And you know, look, Wolf eventually obviously gets to the planet and everything else is great. And then you see his truck, which is a, a plastic molded engineering wonder. <laughs> To say the least, because and look, just on that, the vehicles in this movie are unbelievable. Yeah, they're a little over the top, <laughs> but I mean, it was totally prepared, though. I mean, you had the chains on the wheels, the big, the big mudding wheels. It was like it was built. He had already thought out everything he was going to deal with, and this this vehicle was going to deal with it all. <laughs> yeah, there, there was nothing it couldn't do. Except, although he did mention that it couldn't go underwater. Well, he almost did, though. I mean, he drew in that yeah. that the big sewage area or whatever. It's like, man, they're just taking that Joker everywhere. It's just driving it in, you know. And it was good that everything was built wide enough for him to drive through. <laughs> Conveniently. Conveniently. Although, look, I had to say, if given a choice, I would rather be on the railroad pirate ship. 
I was going to say, man, I wrote it down. I said, wow, a literal spaceship with the sails and everything. (laughs) (laughs) On rails. And I'm just going to... Surely that limits like where you're gonna go. It's just, <laughs> you know, it's just oh, that, and then you know you had you had Ernie Hudson's steam-powered snowplow. Yeah. Hey. Yep. None of that matters though because we get apocalyptic hang gliders. Oh, we we big like plastic like hook noses on the front <laughs> to make them look extra cool <laughs> and, and smoke rockets. Oh man. <laughs> oh, this movie. No, this movie does so much weird stuff, and of course you can't forget the motorcycle warriors because you can never. Every wasteland movie has to have motorcycle barbarians. Man. You know, and with the big roll cages. Those roll cages, man. How inconvenient uh, can you build something? <laughs> <laughs> You know, you can't see out the back. You can barely see out the sides. And it looks like it's just going to fall over yeah. at any second. <laughs> I mean, even, even just turning in that thing has got to be a pain, you know? <laughs> oh, man, it was just it was just crazy. And, and the thing was, it was all completely practical. Like someone yep. said, here's a, big, here's a big pile of money. Build this stuff for me. Yep. Hire yourself a welder and let's get going. Well, I've worked out that if you want to future-proof your children's careers, they need to be welders or mechanics. Absolutely. Because in the wasteland, obviously there's massive calls for welders. Because <laughs> the railways will still be working. Yeah. That's, well, clearly, that's right. There'll be pirate railways. <laughs> oh, that'd, that'd be great. It'd be like, oh, it's, it's Casey Jones, pirate. <laughs> That's the sequel. Oh, that's the sequel. Casey Jones, Wasteland Pirate. <laughs> and you can, you can use the same, same theme song. Yep. Casey Jones. You just throw, <laughs> just throw a little woo-woo in there, you know. <laughs> that is a movie that I would watch for sure. Oh, well, yeah. Now, let me, ask, let me ask you a question, Rick. Is it always nice when women are smooth all over? <laughs> Well, sometimes. <laughs> it was a very odd thing for, for it to come up to, to say that Overdog apparently likes women when they're smooth all over. And I, I, I'm there going, there are lots of things that are smooth all over, but, you know, like bananas. But I, I don't know, I, I prefer women with a few lumps and bumps. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's just, maybe that's just me. You don't, I don't know. You don't want to date Olive Oil. I mean, come on. Well... <laughs> Popeye! Oh, now that's made it creepy. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, look, given, given the situation that Overdog was in, maybe, you know, you know, he, he was attached to a crane with giant claws and a big metal grill. So, you know, who knows? Maybe olive oil's his style. Um, you know, so he just has to deal with Bluto. Now, <laughs> speaking of things that we had to deal with, uh, who do you think wrote Molly Ringwald's dialogue? Uh, you know, it's almost like it should have been for a younger person, like even younger than her, like, I don't know, a 10-year-old or something? Oh, no, Molly, stop talking. I mean, look, admittedly, she was 15. And, and you know, look a bit dirty and everything else, but oh, it just—I part of me wanted to punch her. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. But, and I, I have just, to say, uh, just the the way she looked there for the first—I don't know—45 minutes of the movie, I, I really think Heath Ledger kind of borrowed that look for the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell you how I got these scars. 
Oh, and I kept yeah, going, where's Long Duck Dong in this thing? Come on. Automobile? <laughs> Dong? Where's my automobile? <laughs> so wrong. Molly, Molly, what are you doing? <laughs> Tell me what you learned and keep it nice. Now, 
do you think that kicking things is the spice equivalent of just turning it off and on and again? Because there was a lot of just kick it and see if it worked. Yeah, there's a lot of Arthur Fonzarelli going on in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just like, boom, there it is. And it's just like, oh, really? I mean, you know, it's fun and all, but surely that can't work all the time. Right. Well, that's, again, you're taking from the other Harrison Ford character, Han Solo, when he walks through and bangs on the panels in the, in the Millennium Falcon. So... That just, uh, again, you can see all the things they kind of borrow from other stuff, but hey, that's cool. I mean, where that's else, cool. this movie, I mean, where else are you going to see an android mechanic for a spaceship that wears ballet shoes? You're not going to see that anywhere else. No, no, definitely, definitely not. And that does lead us to a question, which was, no, I'm going to save it, I'm going to save it. I'm going to think about that <laughs> a little bit more, and I'm going to come back to it, because... While that was important, and she was a very good mechanic in ballet shoes and a, a, and a weird little long shirt dress thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, just no apparent reason. Who was kept in stasis. Um, I noticed that Wolf kept shampoo in his pocket for those emergency <laughs> hair washing situations. Yeah, absolutely. Mar- well, I, t- yeah. I can tell you why, because this movie is brought to you by Perel, the oldest shampoo in history. Mm. <laughs> maybe it's Maybe it's Molly. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> Who knows? Because <laughs> I know, like, when you're trapped in space, you need, you know, a shoe polish and, and conditioner. Conditioner. And shampoo. Absolutely. You, well, Molly's hair looked fantastic afterwards. Yeah. So I, there was definitely a little bit of conditioner in there. Yeah. You know, it's hard to tell. I mean, you know, I don't have any hair, but why not? Um, now, Scav. Did, scav just seemed like a really horrible slur. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The dirty scab. Stop scabbing. Our brain worked it. Now stop it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, all, just all of Molly's dialogue was just... Yeah. Our brain worked it. Not good. Now, things that I think every movie needs would have to be uh, giant rubber fat suit baby monsters. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh... <laughs> What, what did I call them? Oh. I have to think of what I call them here. Uh, well, crap, I lost it. <laughs> I had a pretty good name for them here. Uh, yeah, Attack of the Chubby Garbage Bag People. <laughs> yep, that's... Uh... That I didn't understand any of that. All of a sudden, they're squealing like like angry puppies. Yeah, and the next thing, there are just garbage suit rubber fat baby monsters everywhere. They look like trying to Henrietta off of Evil Dead too, you know. And, and yeah, I know. And it's just it's just one of those scenarios because it happens in every one of these adventure films where you get somewhere and you're trying to rest, and some strange creature comes out and attacks you. And so this was just that scenario for this movie. But <laughs> these things are. It's almost like I don't know. They're they're creepy in a way like garbage pail kids are creepy, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. but they're just big uh, you know fat suit things coming at you, uh, shooting out of like <clears throat> out of tubes, out yeah. of tubes and boom, <laughs> coming out. I swallow your soul. I swallow your soul. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That was just weird. I mean, it was super creepy. Super creepy. Yeah. But, yeah, decidedly weird. But, like I said, every movie needs them. And I think The Wasteland has probably the sexiest Amazon mermaid warriors I've ever seen. Yeah, man. That live in in a sewer. Yeah. So, yeah. Wouldn't want to take one on a date, but uh, I agree with you. 
Because they would, I mean, again, out of nowhere, in I think they were underground. It was hard to tell. Uh, and then there's desert above them, but they're in a whole water world underneath. <laughs> and I reckon this movie, this part of the movie, is where they went. You know what? We can make a whole movie out of that and call it Water World. It'll be great. <laughs> Yeah, and, and uh, you know, I even said, can we not have some more of the sewer dragon? Because he was in there. Oh. He was like there for twenty seconds, and I'm like, come on, man, we could have ran with this Joker. Oh, he could have chased them through the through the water. Yeah, uh, and you know, you know, I mean, look, he was the probably the scariest underwater space dragon puppet I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, I mean, he really didn't. He really didn't do a lot. He just kind of stuck his head up there and kind of went. <laughs> a few times but still yeah, and then wolf wolf shot him and he sort of exploded <laughs> and <laughs> went back under the water yeah <laughs> just, there's like so many bits in this movie you're going you know what you could expand that out there should be more of that yeah, but we, you know, could, they, they we, we couldn't that though because we had to get down to can you take me to junkie town <laughs> A junky town. I mean, just and... just crap piled up everywhere. Hey, this is our town. All right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. You know, we got all these doors stuck to everything, and it's great. And you know, obviously, they're well. We mentioned it earlier. You know, they're actually there to rescue the three women um, who apparently were the only survivors. And now, <laughs> and who are now in a Fabergé egg? What's that all about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's sort of like the the Mad Max Two version of a Fabergé egg, just swinging around. <laughs> and you know, like now Ernie Hudson, who again turns up whenever he's needed to save somebody, is apparently the local law. And uh, what I really like is, you know, they're talking about what they're going to do when they get the money. He goes, "I'm going to get me some sex droids. <laughs> going to get two of them." Yeah, man. Like, why didn't you just grab one those? Why didn't you just grab one them aqua sluts earlier? You know. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Ernie. Come on, Ernie. Use your money wisely. Use your money wisely. But, you know, we're, we're... And then he just drives off, and he'll be back later to, to help them, you know, when, when it's needed. Because we eventually get to Michael Ironside, the overdog, who um, I just put his robo-skeletor. <laughs> yeah, man. I called him uh, Nosferatu. <laughs> what did I call him? Let me look. Yeah, I said Nosferatu Ironside rules. <laughs> It's just, and he's attached to a crane. He's got giant claws and a big metal grill and everything else. It just, <laughs> they're lovely. Let me eat them. Arr. I was like, is he going to fight a xenomorph in this? I mean, because that would be pretty cool. <laughs> that that would be pretty cool. That that's that's yeah, that's pretty much where we're at. And as we learn towards the end, the overdog sucks literally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this is where I expected Duran Duran to come out and do Wild Boys. You know. <laughs> <sighs> See, that would have done it. Yeah, absolutely.
How would you like to try something a little different? This'll keep it quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You caught me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, 
just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really. You can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for five dollars, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. I'm sure you've got questions. Ask me anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you think that they do? You, do you think that they got the idea for this movie from like Gilligan's Island in space? Well, I I said it was basically you know they took <laughs> it was pretty good after I think about it. <laughs> uh, it's it's obviously Indiana Jones mixed with Road Warrior, so I said it was like Indiana Jones Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> It's beyond Thunderdome on a three-hour cruise. Uh. A three-hour cruise. <laughs> <laughs> now, we mentioned that a little bit earlier, but but Chalmers, the the engineer, was she a robot engineer or an engineer capable sex droid? <laughs> hey, uh, you know, uh, I guess once you purchase them, you can do whatever you want. I guess. Well, clearly, <laughs> although uh, apparently uh, it's too difficult to repair it, so you just let yeah. her melt. Yeah, she just got a little damage to the face there, and he's like, yep, that's it for her. <laughs> like, wow. You ain't pretty no more. Uh, <laughs> which, just, uh, which really just says to me that he doesn't know how to fix anything, you know? <laughs> no, no, no. That, and he, he's really not good with women. No, no. Hey, come over here and I lay mean, this. Molly, Molly. Come over here and lay in this aluminum foil with me. Hey. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you know, you know what? I'm not going to tell you that you need a shower. I'm just going to pick you up and throw you in the water, <laughs> and hope it's not too deep that you don't drown. <laughs> oh. uh, now, on, on a serious note, why does the wasteland always get so rapey? Yeah, you know, that's. I guess in order to make the villain the villain back in that time period. You just had them get all, you know, touchy-feely, or in this case, uh, undress her slowly. Slowly. <laughs> just, oh, again, just, just, oh, creepy. I, every part of me wanted to go, at no point do I want to see something pop out of his crane. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's that's what it is, because you have to make these guys just so, you know, sinister. And that's because that's why you don't mind seeing them get knocked off, which I will say is part of the problem with, you know, our recent Star Wars run of films, because the bad guys are bad enough. Now, if they got all rapey, we'd be ready for them to get killed. That's right. You just go, you suck. I'm going to kill you. You know, or, you know, even a, a bit injecty, like like the, the chemist, you're going, anyone that forcibly injects other people with weird stuff, you need to die. You're evil. But yeah, a little bit rapey. And the yeah. thing is, you didn't see anything. There was no, you know, there was no nudity or, you know, anything right. like that. It was just implied. And, you know, the fact that he went, do it slowly. <laughs> <laughs> just That's right, like, man. You're, you're decidedly evil. Um, now, <laughs> while, while I'm thinking about stuff that was just random, do you think the, the big, like, diode watch on, on <laughs> which was, they're just to detonate explosives? Because the only time you see music was just go, poof, explosion. I said it the whole time. I was like, how does this guy know what time it is? Because, <laughs> you know, you look at that thing and you're like, yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on here with that. <laughs> there, there, there's just, it's round like a watch, but there's just stuff sticking out of it. I was just like, oh, okay. I, I'd actually given up on it to the point where he made things explode. I went, aha, there it is. There it is. 
Oh, man. And <laughs> and apparently, uh, you know, you can pretty much just, uh, because we're after Michael Ironside or, or Overdog, you can pretty much just, you know, kill the entire town with no repercussions. You know, everybody's like, no, oh, okay, okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, regardless of the fact that there's people living there, it's a full-on economy. You know, sure, they're, they're a bit gross. But yeah, I'll just blow everything up. To hell with it. I've saved the three girls. I'm getting my money. Well, I am totally out. And I want to ask you about that because I'm still not clear. What happened to the three girls? Because they just, I, I never see them again. They're just, they're gone. Well, well, there's like two seconds where they're on the back on Wolf's ship and they're all like, they're laughing and having a tea party or something. <laughs> And then, then it's just gone, and it's just like, oh, right, you know. Then he ha- he has that touching moment with, with Molly because you know she brain worked it that you know they're they're going to be friends till the end and, and live together happily ever after, and then right. that's it. And he's like, know, that ain't know. gonna happen because space pirates do it for the booty. Oh, it's all for the booty, but booty. <laughs> um, now, <laughs> how hard do you think it is to fight a guy attached to a brain? Well. Not very long if you keep your distance and you just shoot him. <laughs> it's like, you know, Wolf had a gun with rockets on it uh, and he could have just like shot him with the rockets and gone, oh, I'm done, that's it, I'm out. You know, but, travelled back down the funky town tunnel and... Uh, <laughs> but no, let me get close enough so he can just grab me like one of those machines that you put a quarter in to grab a stuffed animal, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, maybe that's what they did for entertainment before they built the maze. It was just Overdog going, no, 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 nearly got it, nearly got it. A little bit left. Oh, Oh, you almost got it. (laughs) Speaking of games, I kind of have to say, man, I think American Ninja needs to cut this movie a check, man. (laughs) (laughs) Because straight up American Ninja. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. Or Ninja Warrior, I'm sorry, Ninja Warrior. Ninja Warrior. I'd even go as far as say it was. There was a little bit of uh, American Gladiators in there too. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. There was there was a lot of that going on. And I mean, while we, while we talked about the maze, you know, Molly ends up in the maze because she doesn't listen. <laughs> she doesn't listen. She doesn't do anything. She's like told or asked to do. She was told to sit in the truck, look after the truck, and the next thing you know, she's she's put on a an American flag onesie and is trying to beat somebody with a big Q-tip. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Your heart, cause I know you got soul. 
Your time is almost up. So give me your final thoughts. And Ernie Hudson, Hudson loved his Ghostbuster suit so much he wore it in this movie too. <laughs> oh, yes. I reckon he. You know what? After Ghostbusters two, he just they just said just keep it, just, just keep it. You know what? They're, they're, we're never going to do a third one. It's yours. <laughs> Have fun with it. Make a living. Um, and, because, course, and look, he, he was supposed to be a space policeman, right? I, I, sure, yeah. I, I think. I mean, I, I, I heard something like that. He was like sector chief or something. I don't know. Yeah. He didn't seem all that law and order to me. No, no. I mean, he was trying to cut a deal and, you know, cut percentages and all that stuff. So, uh, but yeah, you know, the, <laughs> and of course the scene when he, you know, he finds him later on and, you know, she's dehydrated and he's got all the water. He's pulling a Chevy Chase on him, right? From, from, uh, <laughs> Three Amigos when he's got the, the canteen and his water's going everywhere. <laughs> oh, y'all want some water? Here you go. <laughs> mm, delicious, refreshing. Yes. And I have to, I have to say that nothing sets the mood better of being lost and dehydrated in the desert than some pan flute music. <laughs> oh, <laughs> To me, I hear pan flute and automatically I'm thirsty. It just it happens. I just go, I am so parched. I'm just, I feel like I've walked along salt flats. Zamfir, you're killing me. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe they should have played a little bit more Indiana Jones. And what well, what we're thinking about pan flutes, the uh, the weird baby monsters that sing and like Molotov cocktails. What a what an odd thing to just throw in there. Yeah. <laughs> just they're, they're in the junkyard and there's all of a sudden just. Oh, la, 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 la. Yeah. Just, just, you look up oh. there and one of them goes, Hey, you guys! <laughs> <laughs> Apparently Jason oh. Voorhees is a mutant kid from outer space. <laughs> yeah, they, that's right. They should have been watching him. They should have been watching him. <laughs> oh, just, oh that, that whole bit. And, and then the fire and explosions. And of course that's when um, Ernie's truck gets wrecked, which means conveniently... Yep. He gets a bit of a break. <laughs> and then, of course, we head to uh, we head to Thunderdome, as we mentioned. And um, we learned that, much like in Thunderdome, it never pays to guard the slaves. Right. That, that That's like, you know, being the dude that, that has to send push people into the Sarlacc pit. There's yep. a good chance you're going in, too. Yep, yep. Yeah, you're, you're, you're risking it, man. You might as well just stand yep. back and let it happen. Yeah, <laughs> just go, no, no, you can have it. I don't get paid enough. Overdog does not pay me enough. In, in in weird stuff toys um, from the Clawhammer machine to actually to get blown up. It's just not worth it. Uh, yeah, in, 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 in your your motorcycle guys, man. I mean, we're gonna go in and break these break these people. I was like, wait a minute. First of all, you got your butts kicked on a train with sails on it. Now you're gonna ride these yep. so-called motorcycles. Yeah, you guys don't have a chance. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's right. And they get there early, and of course, yep, they get caught and turned into slaves. It's like, oh, we didn't expect that to happen. <laughs> Duh. You guys were hopeless, horrible. I mean, Just, uh, even Molly Ringwald called that one. She was like, "You guys are morons." <laughs> <laughs> 
That's right. And uh, you know what? If Molly can brain work it, I think that those guys... And then they just leave. <coughs> oh, we're okay. No, we live here. It, it's all cool. We're going to go back to the to the, the, the spaceship uh, yeah. rail yard. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it was that they lived in. And just that. Now, <laughs> that, that leads us to, obviously, the fusion tube and the final showdown. Now, I, I did mention that I think the fusion tube was... Possibly um, one bit from, uh, I'm going to say Wild Boys again, that we didn't mm-hmm. get to see. Yeah, you know, and I'm kind of intrigued by this thing because I, I'm doing the same thing. I'm like, where have I seen this before? Uh, yeah. And it's it's not magical. I mean, you can tell it didn't take a lot to, no. to engineer this thing, but it works, you know. But, well, and look, it, it apparently just sucks the life out of things. I think it might have been a scene from Xanadu, to be honest. <laughs> Xanadu! Xanadu! <laughs> Now we are here with Overdog. Now we are here. You stole my life. It's Overdog. Oh, there we go. That's where it came from. The fusion tube came from Xanadu. And what was really sad was ultimately Overdog was defeated by the old finger in the power socket. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Yeah, there just happened we'll to be just... this... this <laughs> Eight inch diameter wide cable floating around with electricity coming out of it, and uh, yeah. yeah, Space Hunter's gonna pick this thing up and uh, stick it on one of his phalanges, <laughs> and he's just gonna just light up. He, he, he lit up like Uncle Festa. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. If he'd had a light bulb in his mouth, that would have done it. Well, you know, with the, the with the with the haircut, you know, he kind of is Fester looking, you know. <laughs> he's he's a little bit fester, fester with a metal grill, which is well, to each his own. Um, and and of course, after that happens, Ernie Hudson turns up and they blow everything up, and uh, then they live yep. happily ever after. Yeah, apparently. Well, you know, look, <laughs> so they say that that's what we're led to. That's what we're led to believe. Right? They they get in their their little plastic spaceship. Um, <laughs> This is and one. It's one of those where you can tell that they were hoping things would catch on and they could keep running with the series, you know. Yeah. Uh, between <laughs> between this one and Metal Storm, which is the other movie that's the the kind oh. of the the clone of this one of some sort, you know, that you could tell mm. they were trying to create some sort of sci-fi series, and uh, yeah, just wouldn't end the pudding, man. <laughs> Yeah, because even at the end, like the the when the words the end flash up, it was sort of slightly to the left, as if there was going to be the end question mark. <laughs> the end, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Coming up next, it's Molly Ringwald in space.
Dear. All right. So, um, look now. Now that you've you know you've you've relaxed a little, you had a beer, you've got pants back on. Uh, um, there's only one problem, Rick. What's that? Um, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure how you're going to get back. I mean, look, you can walk through the Stargate thing over there, and it should get you back because I yeah. think mostly that's how you got here. Yeah. Look, every 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 blank space should have a, a Stargate if you didn't notice that floor. I mean, mm. I know I turned everything around so it was behind me because uh, I don't like staring at it. It's kind of a bit weird. A little bit like, well, you know that that may be what happened. So I don't know. Maybe I'll go back and try to fix that glory hole so nobody sticks their junk in there because they don't tell you who you're gonna get. Well, just look, you know what? Part of me wants to leave it just to see <laughs> who turns up. You, look, you meet, the, you meet the strangest people, and sometimes, you know, a stranger is just a friend you haven't met. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know, uh, that first impression, you know. <laughs> well, look, at least you know what to expect. Right, exactly. <laughs> There's definitely no secrets if you're coming in like that. You have been listening to Witch versus the Doomsday Clock. 
a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and on your Android device. Come join the rest of the Meat Popsicles in our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash witch versus the doomsday clock. The replicant known as witch can be found on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram by searching for T-H-E-W-Y-C-H. Now, in the words of Lord Humongous, Just walk away, and there will be an end to the horror. Big thanks to my fellow podcasters for their support. Rock on, my brothers.